0: Um, I want to speak about feelings and emotions, and I love balloons. When I was uh, super young, um, I just love balloons, especially the balloons with the smiley, because it means a uh, happy clappy. But I don't like balloons where the balloon is sad, right? I don't like it. But you know, often in our lives, we have seasons, we are very happy, and we have seasons we are not happy, actually, or we're coming home. From work, we are happy, and sometimes we are not happy. Sometimes my wife, she makes me happy, sometimes she makes me angry. We have all those, those different feelings, right? Yes. And I, I learned uh, from an amazing guy, he came home every day from work, and before he entered his house, he had in the garden a big, huge tree. And every day after work, he went into the garden and he hogged the tree, sometimes for five minutes, sometimes for 10 minutes, sometimes for a half an hour. And the neighbor was watching and he thought, what's wrong with this guy? Because he has never seen a guy who comes home and he hogs a tree. And days later, he asked the neighbor, tell me, every day you come home from work and you hog the tree for five minutes, 10 minutes, a half an hour, is everything right with you? he said, yes. Then he asked him, what are you doing with the tree? And he said, you know, so often I come home from work, I feel pressured, my emotions are super low, I have weary um, problems and and challenges, and every time when, when I just hug that tree, actually, it reminds me about Jesus Christ. I hugged Jesus Christ for so long until... My worries and emotions are in the right position. And then, if all my emotions are gone, I let the tree go and I walk into my house and I'm more friendly than my dog. (laughs) Have you ever known people that buy a dog because it's friendly? You should be friendlier than your dog, right? And then you're happy again and I felt... This is such a sweet story actually because I really do believe either I guide my feelings or the feelings will guide me, right? And I think we have to navigate our emotions and feeling in the right direction. Because some people are saying you can fall in two extremes and I wanna read the two extremes. You can fall into our emotions. First is emotionalism. That means all that matters is how I feel. Often people say all it matters is how I feel. I think that's not smart because my feelings sometimes are really weird. Yeah. And so Jesus says, emotions are not important at all. People say, I don't, I don't care about emotions. They are two extremes, actually. And you say when you have a relationship, for example, there are always two different parties in a group. Some people are stuffers and gushers. That means I swallow things or I spit. I swallow things or I spit. I'm a sufferer or I'm a gusher. What I mean by that is quite, quite simple. Some people, they walk around and they can sense and feel everything. And then you're going home and you are so smashed because you felt and you feel everything and your emotions are out of control. And other people, they don't feel anything. Have you ever met people they don't, think they don't feel anything? Have you ever met people like this? Maybe maybe that's you, I don't know. But, but here's the point. My wife and I, we're so different. When, when, for example, some weeks ago, I was driving with my car and a bird, he pooped on my car window. For me, as a very emotional guy, I asked the question, why has the bird choose me? Where does the verb come from? What is his story, the parents? What is he thinking? What is ahead? And then in the evening, I go to the bed and ask the question, why has the bird chose me? My wife, she's different. She takes, she pushes uh, the window shield water, and the the wind she like, and the bird poo is gone. That's easy, actually, right? And that two different people, and you can see these two things also in terms of church. Here's a picture of two different churches, and uh, I don't want to judge. It's just uh, how it is. The Protestant church actually, when you walk into, the Protestant church is actually a wide wall, some seats that it's, and the the altar usually is a little bit above, like two meters above the ground. Because Martin Luther said, sola scriptura, the word of God sets people free. He said, we don't need emotions, we don't need feelings, because faith has nothing to do with feelings and emotions. It's the fact. Then you walk into the Catholic church, you can smell, you can touch, you can feel, you can sense the water and all those things. And for all the emotion, people like me, you say, oh my gosh, I love it. And for all the people that are more like happy, people say, I don't get it. I, know, I don't need the water and the feeling and the emotions. I prefer more like the word of God. Very, very solid. With other words you have to understand, two different people and two different feelings about church. And feelings are not right or wrong, but I really do believe we have to navigate and, and, and lead and guide our feelings in action in the, in the right direction. Uh, did you know that Jesus had also some feelings? When we speak about Jesus, often we feel Jesus was always so solid and so focused. But when his closest friend Lazarus died, the Bible said he wept, he cried very, very hard. It doesn't say, oh, Oh, yeah, 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 of course, he died. Oh, what's the problem? I will see him in heaven again. Come on, calm down. Too much weeping, too much crying, too much emotion. You never read that from Jesus. He wept so hard because his best friend died. Not only Zola scriptura. No, also sometimes you need emotions, right? And now, I wanna lead you in two points how you can handle and navigate your feelings in a right direction. Point number one is ask God to help to you deal with your emotions because I really do believe that emotions, and check out the smiles up there, they are divine emotions. I really do believe that our feelings can be divine, can be godly. With godly I mean There are are no such things as godly feelings, but you can lead and guide and navigate your feelings in the right direction. And the man, he hugged every day the tree, actually. He had like a Holy Spirit or a God moment. And here's my point, I wanna share this with you guys, actually, because every day in my life, uh, I lay down for 15 minutes on my bed at home, for 15 minutes, or if I'm on, on the road, in a hotel room for 15 minutes. And every day I say, Holy Spirit, here is Leo Baker. I check in with my name. And every day I ask the Holy Spirit, is there anything you wanna share, you wanna tell me? And sometimes I feel asleep, no problem. They had a good, solid sleep for 15 minutes. But sometimes I hear nothing. But very often I hear the Holy Spirit is speaking. Why is that so important? Because my feelings, sometimes they are in a wrong position. And I really do believe that sometimes I have to navigate my feelings, otherwise the feelings will navigate me. And I really believe that God has more things in store for you than you can ever imagine or dream. For example, if you cook a meal, you don't need salt and pepper, right? For people say, I'm not into uh, flavors, I'm not into spices, I don't like cooking, I just eat the raw spaghetti. Have you ever met people like this? You can do that. But you know, if you cook, you put in salt and pepper and spices and flavor, it is a different way how to feel the food. And it's the same thing with the Holy Spirit. In Galatians chapter five, verse 22 and 23, uh, in the new, uh, the Bible says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, Gentleness and also self-control. All the fruits of the Holy Spirit, they are emotional. Can I hear an amen? Love is emotional. Peace is emotional. Even for Swiss people. I tell you, gentleness as well. And I wondered the word gentleness. What I mean by navigate your feelings means I want to tell you, share your story. has a lot to do with you guys, actually. Um, I need those moments, the 50 minutes, or even sometimes even more, where I have a conversation with the Holy Spirit. Because very often, my feelings are up and down. They're somewhere. And I have to get sorted all my feelings. This is what the Holy Spirit, he brings order into my feelings. But not only order, he adds also some feelings. I remember around six or five weeks ago, I preached Friday evening in a place, I preached Saturday, I preached Sunday here. It's being high German, Swiss German, English and Swiss German. And then we have like a Q and A and, and we have so many speaking things on a Sunday. I remember I was the last celebration of the international celebration I was in the backstage. I was sleeping a little bit of coffee and then my wife, she walks in and she says, honey, I need you. I said, honey, I am tired, just let me alone. Just five minutes, have you ever had this moment? Just leave me alone. Have you ever had this moment? No one, okay, I speak to myself. I had this moment of five, 10 minutes. Then she said to me, there's a couple, they want want to greet you. I said, everyone wants to greet me, honey. This is nothing new under the sun. I mean, be honest. Hello everyone, this is the greeting from Leo. I said, honey, I'm so tired, I, I have the last celebration, it's, it's a very complex celebration. And then she said, the word gentleness is a fruit of the Holy Spirit, helps you to connect when is something important. Then my wife said, but honey, the word but and the drop of the word means, oh my gosh, something is coming. She said to me, I understand, but I wanna ask you only for one minute, because this greeting, it's very important for you, for the church, and for a couple. I remember, my feelings are here. Gentleness, okay, Holy Spirit. One more, I walked in here, there, there was a couple from the Ukraine, there are some pastors. And I said, we are here, we had to run out from the nation. We are here with the kids, with, with, with our dog as well, because everyone has a dog. I don't get it, but you have a dog. <laughs> They come with the dog. I don't get it, leave them alone. They come here, so, sorry, they come here. And then when, when I said hello, because often people think in ISAF everything is structured. Everything we do a vision meeting and then we come out with a new idea. We collected around 100,000 euros for the food for Ukraine. We have a church in ISEF Kiev. We have a church, some church in Russia. We have a church in Poland. We had to help a lot of people. And then, of course, we've some people in our church, they open up their home for, for you guys. This is what we do. But the moment I greeted that couple, God was saying to me, but do what you can do the best. I said, what do you mean by that? We give money, we give food. He said, no, 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 that's not that. This is what everyone is doing, even those that are not believers. He said, do what you can do the best for the people from the Rue He said, Start a celebration for those guys. And I felt like, Of course, it's a no brainer, right? Sometimes it's a no brainer, but nobody had this in their mind. Then we asked the couple, What is the best thing for you guys? and said, We would love to come in the international celebration right now with translation, and then we're going up for food and fellowship and we eat for free. And I walked out, and God has given us a new. Opportunity to say to do what we do the best is we're doing church, yes. and let's kick up for that a big round of applause. <laughs> and uh, why, why I'm telling you this story because I was so tired, my emotions was here. Either I let my emotions or the emotions will let me, and I will be sip on my coffee, and we will not have this celebration right now here. And I want to just challenge you: take a moment every single day, we say, Holy Spirit, is Leo. Is there anything you wanna share? Is there anything you wanna talk to me? Is there one thing you wanna add in terms of my feelings and emotions? And you will be surprised, but God comes up with new ideas. The second thing, our emotions can be also devilish, and check out uh, the, those uh, balloons, <laughs> they're not happy. That means emotions are not devilish. That means you can come to a point where the devil uses, in a bad way, your emotions. Here's an amazing story about Elijah. He had a big fight with some prophets, and they said, let's build two altars, for one, one altar for the God, Yahweh, the God of Israel, and the second altar for their God. And Elijah said, the God who comes down with fire from heaven and eats the whole sacrifice, that God is the real God. And God showed up with the fire and he ate the sacrifice of Elijah. And everyone was seeing God of Israel, it's the right and only God. And then he eliminated around 800 priests. And it was the biggest hero story in the Bible. And here's the point. Whenever you have a success moment in your life, the next day you always hit rock buttons in terms of your feeling. You get married, but the next day you feel empty. You have a baby, and the next time you feel empty. You have a success, but the next moment you're alone and nobody is applauding and cheering you up anymore. Elijah, at the same moment, when everyone was left, he was there. A day before, God is good and God is so, and all the feelings, but a day later came only one woman and said, Elijah... You have a problem. What's the problem? A day before, God came down with fire. And a day later, one text message, one phone call, one smell, one look, one touch, one email, one Instagram, whatever, and you crashed in your feelings like never before. And then you do dumb things because you're not dumb, you're not stupid, because your emotions are too loud and too wild and too in the present. Check out what Elijah Elijah said, and this is ridiculous. In 1 King 19 verse four, Elijah himself went a day's journey to the wilderness. He came to the broom brush, sat down under in the prayed that he might die. I have not enough, Lord, he said. Take my life, I'm no better than my ancestors. This is not a happy prayer. I think Elijah hit a depression, but the day before, signs and miracles. We always say in ISAF, when we do a Eastern production with 10,000 people, or a Christmas production, or we go into a camp, or we go into a worship tour, this is like toilet paper. You give out every day a little bit and the power and energy lasts for the Friday. It works very well for the Saturday. And then the last celebration or the last day in the camp, when you have given everything, it looks like a hole, And you say, this is the camp hall. This is the Eastern production hall. And at that moment, the next day you sit at home, your feelings are super low and you see your life to a very small lens, you don't see the whole story anymore. Oh, here's one guy, he never said thanks to me, he looks so weird, I think he has a problem with me, but here are one million people, that love you. But that moment, oh, this guy is so noise against me. And then you fall down in a deep, deep hole. Is there anyone you can relate what I'm talking about? This is not you have done something wrong, please listen to me, you have not done something wrong. This is normal. This happens to everyone in your life because the day after it's like the camp hole and you feel so empty. When Jesus Christ was in the desert for 40 days and nights, do you know when the devil approached him? When he was hungry and tired. And Jesus said, "Devil, you come in the wrong moment. I will not open up my feelings and emotions for you. You don't have any chance. And he navigate his feeling in the right direction because then you do certain things you will regret. Do you know you can destroy your career in one second? Sometimes you build up your stage, your platform for years and years and years, but here you do one thing in the wrong moment and you're regretting and your career is over forever. Yeah. I don't talk about this. This is easy, but this is not easy. I'll tell you a story. We were uh, on, on a worship tour around three weeks ago in Germany and this one place I prayed for many, many years that we are able to plan a the church there. It's Friedrichshafen, a beautiful place in the lake of Bodensee. And we had 600 people and here's a picture of the newspaper. They wrote an article in the German newspaper about the musical. Everything was positive about the worship tour. And they were saying 600 people showed up. 600 people three weeks ago in Germany meant revival. Because COVID in Germany is always harder than in Switzerland. 600 people was the best evening ever. And I remember the next morning when I got up, I had a text message on my smartphone. One person who even is not close to me wrote me a very critical Text message. But what's the matter? Yesterday, we had 600 people in the room. One person, one email, one comment, one dislike, and you hit rock bottom, and you feel like the biggest loser of ever. Yesterday, the biggest hero. Today, the biggest hero. And I felt like giving up Nothing makes sense. Why in the world I travel over often? And you have to understand, if you go if you're going to a new place, and you want to win people for Jesus Christ, the devil is not saying, "Come on, win them, win them, yay! I am for you." Every time when we conquer new land, it's in the spirit. The devil is always around the corner. And after 20 years of ministry, I don't like that part. I like the part of signs and miracles, but I hate the devil part. But the devil sneaks in like a snake and gives you all the feelings. And I remember I took my motorcycle, I drove to the black forest, and here are my three questions I ask myself always, if I hit rock bottom, you can write it down. How can I deal with my emotions? Well, first name it. Give your feelings a name, and name it. The question number two, what I'm really feeling? What is my feeling? My feeling was, one guy is writing me early in the morning a stupid text message. Why in the world you always texting? (laughs) Then what is the trigger? The trigger can be a perfume. Have you ever seen a person walks by with a specific perfume and it reminds me about the other person who has disappointed you? Sometimes it can be a smell, a touch, a word. It's a trigger. And the trigger is not the problem, but you sit down because often you are tired and hungry and out of hunger and, and tiredness, you're doing wrong, you make wrong decisions. Yes. And I sit down and saying, devil, not today. The only problem I have right now is I am tired. My emotions are somewhere, but I am tired too, and I will not give room for the devil. The Bible says don't give room to the devil. Close the room again. Navigate your feelings, say you will not overcome me because God is on my side. The last thing is my feelings can be also very, very human. Human means it's also the smileys are not happy. You see this? Oh, very, very sad, actually. But between a devil and the, and the human being, it's a big difference. This is always kills everything in you, but human beings is just a mistake who can happen. I'll tell you a story about this. Uh, my wife and I, we were in a, sitting in a restaurant. We came in for the very first, we were the first person in the room. The waiter comes, asks what, what you wanna drink, what you wanna eat, he takes the, the order, And around 10 minutes later, 10 minutes later, 10 minutes later, a group of eight people walks in sitting next to us. 10 minutes later. The waitress comes with the food and the drinks. He walks towards me. In the last moment, he goes to the table and brings the food and the drinks to those people. They came 10 minutes too late. (laughs) Have you ever made that experience? I had a dad with my wife. Until then, it was so romantic. We were falling in love like teenagers. Whispering, kissing. But when they walked in and served those people, they came later, I got so emotional. What in the world is going on here? This is a stupid restaurant. I will never come back to this restaurant anymore. And I hope and I pray that this restaurant has to close from now in a month. Because this restaurant has no quality and no strategy. And here's my part. I'm a leader. My job, I'm a Swiss leader, bring organization into a game. And I felt, oh the world, this boss has so bad employees. And if I'm the boss, I will fire. I will kick all this emotions. You see what happens right now? My wife was saying, "Honey, calm down." I said, "I calm down." She so said, "No, you shouting, you screaming." So no, 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 no. You know what happens? In one second, in one second, our tete 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 was gone, and the atmosphere was not in a good mood anymore. And what happens actually, I missed the moment where I hugged the tree. Hey, listen to me. We went to another restaurant a week ago. What I learned from that mistake, you have to be a learner. A week ago we were in a restaurant and the waitress was so slow. I've never met the slowest waitress on planet Earth in Germany. My emotions were like... You remember? When he brought the bill, when he brought the bill, he asked me, "How was it?" <laughs> I took 10, 20 euros and said, "This is for you." And I said, "What are you doing?" He will not win. He will not win, and my oceans will not win anymore. I have to navigate my feelings, otherwise our tete-a-tete is over again. (laughs) Navigate your feelings, all your emotions in your life. I wanna close with the Bible verse. In Zechariah chapter four, verse six, not by might or not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty, and what I mean by those things, I have to learn to put the divine emotions in the front. And this means I have to do something. You have to be active actually in your life because when you hit rock bottom or you're sitting in a restaurant, your emotions and your feelings are going somewhere. But I have to learn to say, Holy Spirit, what do you have in store for me? And I would love to pray for you guys. Uh, Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 23. You can stand up for a moment. And even though churches and online. And I would love to bless you right now with the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Is this okay? Yes. But the fruit of the Spirit is love. I bless you right now with the love of God. The love of God surprises you The love of God knows all your emotions and your feelings and your longings. And love is also commitment, but love is also a surprise. And God surprises you with gifts, with moments, with new opportunities and new doors. I bless you as well also with joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. I know a lot of people right now, you're coming from the war and it's horrible. It's a nightmare. But the joy of the Lord is another level. It's something that God can pour out right now, even though it's a crazy situation because that's a gift from heaven. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I pray for peace, that the peace of God is leading and guiding you. With forbearance. I bless you with kindness, that the goodness of God is leading and guiding you every single day, faithfulness in your life, the spirit of gentleness, and also with self-control. And start with the message with the tree, that man hugged the tree every single day. I just wanna encourage you right now. Can you hug Jesus Christ right now? And bring all your feelings and all your emotions right now to Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ has never lost or is never out of control of a situation healing takes place and that healing place is a name and that name is jesus christ Never embraced your life with Jesus Christ. Maybe you're here for the very first time. Can you imagine God is standing in front of you or Jesus Christ just hugging for a moment with all your sorrows, with all your tears, with all your emotions? Either I lead my feelings and guide my feelings or the feelings will guide me. But that direction is always often a wrong road. signs and miracles for those people they're on a run you said you are their shelter you are their protector you will fight on their behalf for every single need in your life God is God almighty he's mightier than every circumstances mightier than ever rulers of this earth because he is and was and always will be.